And welcome to On The Right Track, the podcast that talks business, digital marketing and recruitment without the jargon. We are simply people talking to people. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Kate. Whether you're a business owner looking for ways to grow and scale, a professional looking to share helpful tips and tricks with like-minded people, or simply looking for a safe space to share the wealth of knowledge, we believe that we're all on the right track in our own way. Join our tribe as we explore the hottest trends in the biz and give you exclusive insights into what it's really like behind the scenes. From the success stories to the horror stories, nothing will be left unturned. New episodes are available every Wednesday, 12.30 AEDT time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and more. Got a question, comment or have a suggestion of what you want us to talk about next? You can submit your voice recordings, which we'll put directly into our episode, or you can leave your comment via our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search On The Right Track Podcast. And now for today's episode. Good morning. Good good morning and I'm back. Yeah, back from holidays. But technically, yes, you're back. But even our last episode that went out yesterday was supposed to be yeah, confused. Anyway, yeah, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> and we yeah. have a guest today too. We do. We have the lovely Catherine Palmer here with us this morning. Woohoo! Hello there. Hi, how- Catherine. Hello, hello from how- sunny how- Sydney. Sunny. Yeah, see, now we've got two people from Sydney. I wouldn't say it's sunny. It's definitely no, not I'm sunny. Sorry. Right? I'm sorry. So I was trying to be, you know, hopeful. <laughs> it's... um. I'm a little worried actually because it looks like it's going to rain and as usual I've got the washing on the line so. Oh don't that happen to me the other day when it was absolutely chucking it down like cats and dogs and we were out and or oh, it poured and I was like oh my washing. Listen to you you're such a pommy it was chucking it down. <laughs> Excuse me that's actual English thank you you stealers you thieves. <laughs> We don't say chucking it down. We say something else, but yeah. We say the P word, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So what's the weather like in sunny downtown Japan today? Um, Absolutely awful. It's still raining. It's been raining for about a week now and there's going to be another week of rain. I think we're in typhoon season right now. So there's um, potential of obviously typhoons coming, but also landslides and just muggy, disgusting weather. Like I tried to take Ollie out, my puppy, for a walk because I thought it, it's been chucking it down. He deserves a walk and it's not sunny, so it should be fine. Not even 10 minutes in, I blinded myself because sweat poured into my eye. It was absolutely disgusting. TMI, but disgusting. It's just muggy. Oh, dear. You make me laugh. Um, I heard <laughs> on, the news, <laughs> on the news last night that we're now we're going to have another wet summer. So I was, I was like, to say that, Kate, and I thought, no, I won't. And then you did something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I can guarantee it'll rain, and it'll start from I 
probably the week before Christmas because that's when we'll be getting the van ready and then it will rain for three weeks over oh Christmas, God. New Year and January, guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Disgusting. Yep. How dare mm. it. So who's coming to Hawaii with me? Yay. Yeah, I was actually thinking the other day, I want to go to Hawaii. That sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah. Hawaii's beautiful, but I'm sure it'll rain if I were to go there. <laughs> we'll leave you it out. Rains, rains everywhere when I go on holidays. I know. Or you get COVID. Or I get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you two haven't had COVID, have you? Touch no. And I'm glad it that way. Oh, COVID lottery. Who's going to be the first to go? <laughs> well, this weekend we've got um, a bit of a barbecue party at my boyfriend's manager's place. Um, and I think he literally just had COVID two weeks ago. I think he's on the cusp on the Saturday of being able to go outside again. So it's probably in his house. <laughs> it's probably lingering. Yeah. Oh, well, I went to a thing on um, Saturday night, a big function, and... There were people there that had just come out of quarantine and this, that and the other, and everyone's, like, hugging and kissing and all. Like, there was no social distancing. Mm -hmm. I got a text, not last night, the night before, that someone on our table (gasps) tested positive to COVID. You weren't anywhere near them, were you? They were across the other side of the table. Like, God. There was there was closeness, but it was quite funny because one of the girls that was actually sitting next to her, she hasn't had COVID and she's dead set paranoid about it and even... (laughs) <laughs> to the point one part during the night she's like I can feel my voice it's going I've got COVID so when I got the text that the person she sat next to had COVID I couldn't help but laugh <laughs> and I'm like I had to send her a text to say are you worried now like <laughs> the person you sat next to had COVID oh, what did she say she didn't write back so I figured uh, she wasn't real happy with me on the right anyway. track on the right track. So we've solved the world's problems. Um, Catherine's here today. So, Catherine. We're here to talk about the weather, hey? I know. Yeah. yeah, we've done the weather. We've done COVID. Um, so now let's talk about Catherine. <laughs> yeah, and exactly why she's here. So a um, little snippet of yourself, Catherine, and who you are and what you do and what you offer. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks for that. So, In a nutshell, I'm a career coach, but a career coach with a difference. So I work with uh, senior managers and and execs to help them create a career with purpose. So, you know, that looks like different things to different people, but it could be a more challenging role, um, a role that's more meaningful, gives them more um, excitement, makes them feel excited on a Monday versus, you know, dreading Mondays. Or it could be, you know, a mix of, you know, finding the better work-life balance Or finding something, you know, maybe, you know, people have also done a role that they've done for 20 years but looking for something a little bit different because they're feeling a bit stale with what they've Mm. been doing. So that's um, what I do in a nutshell. That's so cool. And why did you get into that line of work anyway? Um, I think, you know, a number of reasons, but um, primarily it's around, you know, life's just too short to be in a role that you don't love. Um, you know, there's always going to be aspects of every role that we're in that we don't love. But I think primarily life's too short to be in a role for 10, 20, 30, 40 years or whatever it might be to be doing something that you don't love just for the sake of paying bills and things like that. So um, I want to help other people find something that they love doing as well. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so important, that piece about, yeah, love love what you're doing. Um, 
guess a little bit of a sidetrack the other day my husband's looking at drones and I'm like why do you want a drone and he's like I just think it'd be good and then he's like I'd love to get a job where his job is flying drones and he's actually looked into it and they pay really really well and I sort of said to him I'm like why wouldn't like I said would you do that and he and he's like I would do anything to work in a job that he loves and it just really made me think wow like why don't you go and do it but yeah. Hey, just... I should tell you that I know someone that has people that do that for their business then. Oh, don't tell my husband. Okay, no <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I can't wait. Just delete that bit, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that thought of, yeah, like, that there, there are people out there that absolutely hate their job but they just keep going day in, day out. And mm. I think it, it's really good to know that there are people out there Catherine like yourself and your business that actually helps people address that and go okay let's let's find what you really want to do yeah that's right you know interestingly you know the last sort of few months I've been speaking to a few people and there's sort of like two different types of people really there's people that as long as I reasonably like what I'm doing I'm happy just doing it because I'm here to provide money and provide a lifestyle for my partner and my kids Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing but there's also you know especially this week I've been speaking to quite a few people that said you know I've been doing this job for 20 years 30 years and I don't love it but I don't know what else to do and I don't know how I'd even start yeah so it's good that they've got that level of self-awareness but the, the hardest thing for most people is like well where do I start? How do I do it? Like, you know, you don't just apply for a job on seek. There's a bit more to it than that. But, um, and it's, you know, when I, when I hear people say that, it's just, I just think, wow, it's just, there's just so many people that would love to change, love to do something different, but just don't know how to take that first step. So that's where, you know, I come in, I guess. Mm, absolutely. And I guess talk us through that process of, of how you help them with that first step. Yeah, sure. So the first, you know, one of the first things that I speak to people about, you know, even recently, people are saying, oh, yeah, so I'll, I just want to quickly update my resume and get my cover letter, you know, updated and ready to go. And then, you know, that's that sort of start having a chat about, you know, next steps and things like that. And I actually say that that's not the best way about doing it, because for me, with one of the first things that I work with clients on is getting the clarity So what I mean by that is, you know, rather than there's people out there that I know and you've probably spoken to them in the past as well, Kate, where they're applying for hundreds or perhaps thousands of jobs and not really getting any traction or getting any response or interviews and things like that. But what, what, what I mean by clarity is getting really clear on what you want and only focusing on those roles that you're applying for or those roles that you're identifying and then sort of getting in touch with the right people to help um, get, get those roles. So rather than applying for a thousand different types of roles that maybe spark your interest in some sort of way, um, it's about getting really crystal clear on exactly what you want. Then you're spending less time but you're you'll end up having more of a, a positive response because you're focused and on the exact type of role that you want. So that sort of um, saves people a lot of time, a lot of stress, a lot of frustration because we all know, you know, searching for a job is not fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's quite draining and, you know, there's it's not, it's not much fun at all sometimes. So. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's it. Like I think if people are, and I guess from a recruitment point of view, if people are clear about what they're what they want what they're looking for 
it is a lot better than that sort of shotgun approach. Mm-hmm. Um, then that way, I don't know, they just, I find that people are in a better mindset. And I guess this also leads into like a process that I do around that prepping a candidate for an interview in terms of, okay, what questions are you going to ask or mm-hmm. what research have you done or just everybody's on the same page and it, yeah, it's finding that clarity. Yeah, that's right. And I think another thing that I was speaking to a guy about yesterday, actually, he said, look, I don't know what I want to do, but I know what I don't want to do. And I said, well, that's 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 one of the first steps. You don't necessarily need to know exactly what it looks like, but at least, you know, you know, you don't want to do these types of things again. Well, then that's the start. And just having that level of self-awareness is is a good sort of start. So to sort of go through, you know, just at a very high level from that, getting that clarity of what I do with my clients is we do a number of deep dive sessions and we sort of pull out what their IP is. You know, everyone's got special sort of IP that they've gained over the last 10, 20, 30 years of their career. Um, And then another step is what I like to call superpowers. So we really um, do some other deep dive and some exercises and um, talking through to identify and pull out what their superpowers are. Mm. So, you know, you can be the super Superman or the Wonder Woman or, or whatever it might, whatever you might want to call it, and then really yeah. sort of identifying who you want to who you want to be in the future, what you want to do in the future, and then those sort of things, like three pieces of a puzzle, really help to get clarity on what you want to do moving forward. And then we sort of put a plan in place after that to um, make it all happen. Oh, so what would be your superpower then, Catherine? Well, I've got so many. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Um, I think um, just being creative and innovative, um, mm. I've always had that sort of um, way of like from a problem-solving perspective and really sort of thinking outside the box. So that's something that I like to bring to the table with my clients to sort of help draw out um, some things and ideas and things that they may not have thought about before, which is obviously quite beneficial when they're, you know, feeling a bit sort of stuck and not sure what to do moving forward. Mm. What would you say your superpower is, Holly? I think I'd say something very similar to Catherine, the creativity side of things, especially, you know, being in the digital marketing space, I didn't realise how creative you would have to be, but also um, having to balance that with your time management. So, of course, you've got a number of different ideas floating around that you want to grasp and put them down on paper, but, you know, you've got to prioritise what projects have to come first and then what projects can come in the future and you know looking at the trends that are going on right now you've got to be on the trend so it's a big balancing act so yeah I think creativity and also time management I think are my big two superpowers but then again I'm also bloody lazy (laughs) how does that work I don't know the thought that counts don't they say that Holly what sorry what was that don't they say it's the thought that counts yeah <laughs> that's what I say to myself every Friday <laughs> like oh I tried it's the thought that counts oh yeah exactly exactly I'd have to say I'm organization because I'm an organization freak but outside of work I'm like yeah it'll sort itself out but yeah when it's work I'm very organized definitely not creative that's for sure well I guess we work together very well there then Kate because you flick over the ideas to me and then you're like what can I do with this or you know 
if you've got exactly. like a difficult email to write I'm like you should say this <laughs> you want to be very blunt about this and I'm like be a bit more creative with your words yeah exactly well look look out look at the podcast this I sent you what an email and said let's do this probably 12 months ago and look at it now so mm. that's like I have the ideas I'm just not creative and some of the stuff like you do on Canva and even Catherine that um template that you sent through the other day I was like I could never I can visualize it but I couldn't create it oh I have to be I have to sort of confess then someone else shared that template because <laughs> 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 I was thinking wow my god I love that template can you share it with me so she did but um yeah I think I could probably do it but it'd probably take me all day to put something like that together so yeah, but see, Holly, you amaze me when you sort of say, oh, yeah, I'll just put something together on Canva while I'm on the train or doing this. And and literally, like, 20 minutes later, this thing comes through and I'm just like, wow. And I have thought to myself, you know, I'm going to try Canva. I did try once or twice and it just looked ridiculous. And I was like, mm, nah. Practice makes perfect, Kate. Yeah, I keep telling myself that. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose the other thing is, like, when when you sort of you know like one one of the guys I was speaking to yesterday he was sort of saying you know that he he knows he's got a lot of strengths and a lot of that's you know superpowers and things like that but he just doesn't know what they are and I think sometimes we need someone else to sort of sit down with us and sort of pull those things out because what we do on a day to day basis we might not think that's a strength or that's mm -hmm. a superpower. But it's sometimes, you know, when you're sort of having conversation with someone else that can really sort of help pull those apart and sort of help you sort of get visibility and clarity as to what those superpowers are that you go, oh, my God, yeah, I am really good at that. Um, yeah. So it's just sometimes through conversations with other people that can really sort of help help you so you've got some clarity to move forward and take that next step, which is often very, very scary for some people. Definitely. Like I said in the start of the podcast, I just took two weeks vacation and obviously I work with Kate on her client and cl uh, candidate onboarding process. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry, outreaching process. And um, I said to Kate, oh, you're right, like taking over everything. She went, yeah, yeah no problem. And then <laughs> what, two days into my vacation, she went, I can't do this. I can't handle it. And I'm like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I do it every single day. And so I'm so used to it. I just mm -hmm. think, oh, it's simple because I do it. You know, it can't be that bad because I do it. <laughs> yeah. I can do it. A monkey can do it. But no. sorry, I did try. I did try for two days and then it just got to me and I was like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it can all wait till Holly comes back. So what, there was an hour, a couple of hours yesterday, Holly, of uh, <laughs> catch up. Thanks oh. to me. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a rough one, but um, at four pm I was like, Kate, I'm done. I can't, I can't anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Too much there. Um, okay, so we talked about like yeah that process, Catherine, that you mm -hmm. sort of that you do and you go through, and I guess sort of bringing it back to what you were sort of saying at the start is the reason sort of why you got into the business and helping people find that that clarity mm. I guess was there any sort of turning point for you that made you go okay now's the time and this is what I want to do right now um this, it's probably just been um you know something that's been slowly boiling away at the back of my mind for a while um a number of years and I think it's just sort of sometimes you know you just sort of get to a point and you go no you know what I'm, I'm just going to do this and make it happen so mm. I think I've you know 
if I be honest with myself, it's been a number of years that I've been thinking about it. Um, and I have been doing it um, on a sort of part-time sort of basis over the last few years as well. But um, when I sort of sat down and just sort of started thinking about, you know, things that I love doing and sort of going through the exercise with myself, um, yeah. that's, that's how I sort of started doing it um, myself, you know, really pulling apart what I love doing and um, things that I like doing, things that I don't like doing and sort of asking myself all those sort of questions, this is exactly what I came up with. So, you know, it, life's too short to be in a, in a job that you're not loving and and also, you know, the other part that I would work with uh, my clients on is that a lot of people don't realise or think about sometimes that it's not just your work that um, is important. Everything else is linked, like your work, your health, your finances, your relationships, all those things are linked. And if a couple of those are a bit out of whack, then everything else is a bit out of whack. So that's something else that I work quite closely with um, with my clients with as well because, you know, it's all very well and good to find that job, but if other aspects of your job, other aspects of your life, sorry, are not sort of where they need to be, then you could just be in the same sort of, um, you know, vicious circle after six months in, in a particular role or something like that because you're sort of thinking, well, I did, I did love my job when I first started six months in, you know, the same sort of things, the same patterns are happening and things like that. So it's about looking at everything from a holistic perspective as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you sort of, yeah, you hit it on the head there when you've got to look at it from that holistic point of view and, and and look at everything and like I know Holly and I we've we've both had the conversation before about what was that turning point for us to go out mm-hmm. and start our businesses and and yeah there generally is that turning point that you sort of go okay now's the time and, and let's do it so mm-hmm. yeah and I sort of I think back and I think yeah maybe if I'd had sort of someone like you Catherine in terms of as that coach to sort of go okay let's look at this it, it might have been a a little bit smoother than just go come home from work and go, I'm done. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> honey, I resigned today. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. So, so what about you, Holly? How did, how did you get into what you do? Well, it all started with COVID, as it usually bloody does. Um, but I think it was a mixture of when COVID hit, my job as an English teacher in Japan was on the line, um, though mm. no one said it, said it like that, but... Um, of course, all of my colleagues and friends who are on different contracts than mine, so part-time or just casual, they were seeing no work. And thankfully, I was full-time, so I had guaranteed work. But, you know, with the need plummeting for English teachers at that time, then because there was no schools open at the time and we didn't know when they were going to reopen, um, I just thought to myself, well, I'm in a dead-end job. And that was when the reality hit me where... I'm expendable they could just fire me tomorrow and they could find someone tomorrow if they wanted to as well um so I thought well I need to make myself more desirable and I thought well I can do that by myself and then thankfully the opportunity came where they needed more advertisement for in-house um because we couldn't recruit overseas anymore Mm. so with the when we were transitioning online we needed teachers to come and do the online classes instead. So they were like, we need help um, recruiting um, within Japan and we don't know what to do. And I had a little bit of experience with LinkedIn at the time. So I said, well, I could help you with that. So I took the time that I was spending not teaching to look 
into the HR strategies. And that's just kind of where I fell in love with LinkedIn and recruitment. And I got my recruitment um, certificate for what, what was it? Level three organizational skills with CRPD. CIPD sorry yeah CIPD um, which is a UK organization Um, so that's where I thought to myself well I can do this for myself and now I know the ins and outs of LinkedIn not only can I quit this dead-end job but also I don't need to feel like I'm expendable and I am worth my time and I do have something on offer that is way more than what this organization produces of me so that's kind of my origin story and now I'm here sat down with my dog next to me which I never thought I would have in my 20s I thought I'd have that (laughs) in my 40s or 50s you know when I'm looking at retirement but no that's cool oh that's so sweet so Holly you've got Ollie there and Catherine is Tilly with you yes of course yes yeah, so I'm the odd one out. I need a dog again. Yeah. <laughs> in your 40s and 50s is that you're thinking about retirement. So thank you, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. That's the dream. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about, um, you know, what you are talking about before, Kate, you know, in, and um, sometimes, you know, we're, a lot of us, you know, and the people I'm speaking to on a daily basis, uh, you know, being in that position and thinking about, a change and thinking about doing something for themselves and thinking about changing careers, but um, just not doing it. Um, so I think, you know, for me, for for a long time, it was about well, you know, I, I can't because I've got I've got a mortgage and I've got bills to pay and I've got responsibilities. And I think that's um, what a lot of people think about too. And it's like, well, you know, I've got, I've got responsibilities, I've got the mortgage and I've got bills to pay and things like that. So I can't really change. Um, yeah. And so, and so they don't, but, um, but it's about finding a way that you can change. It's not necessarily, you know, that you need to stop what you're doing, put your resignation in tomorrow and, and sort of walk out. There's other ways that you can do things whilst you're still working uh, to mm-hmm. help you get that motivation and start feeling that you, you know, enjoying what you're doing again and maybe having something on the side or a side hustle or working towards what your goal is can also be the right sort of motivation that you need. But, but for me, it was, um, you know, just sort of thinking, because it's been, you know, a number of years for me sort of been thinking about this, doing it on a full-time basis that I just kept thinking, uh, you know, if, if I don't do something about this now, I could just be doing what I'm not loving for another 10, 20, 30 years and just retire. Yeah, sure. I have, you know, money and I have paid off my place and all those sort of things, but is that what's important to me? It's sort yeah. of like, well, okay, great, I've got the money, but is that, you know, and it's different motivations for different people. Some people are, are driven by how much money they're earning and material things and things like that. But um, for, for the people that I work with and the people, you know, just like myself, it's that's not everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. Agree 100%. And, and I guess that's sort of one thing that a lot of candidates I talk to now they're sort of saying to me like their kids are a bit older they're independent now it's time for them to look at their career and and make those changes or look for roles so it's very yeah similar to sort of what you're saying and yeah we do have those responsibilities like I know sort of with the kids and things like that and that's I guess a reason why I went into business for myself is because I can be there to pick the kids up drop them off if 
they've got a book week parade in the middle of the day. I can go there, like, or a school fate. But, you know, it's just I, I've got that flexibility that I can still do that and, and that is what makes me happy is that yeah. I'm there for them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'm just, yeah, fortunate enough that I've, I've got a business that allows me to do that and, and clients that understand if you ring me after 3.30, chances are it's a wild, it's just crazy, but they're all happy with that. And I sort of say, look, if you between 9.30 and 3, I'm all good. After then, it gets a bit crazy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> As both of you have witnessed with my kids in the car, yes. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. Fun, hey? Yeah, so I guess let's let's put this question out there. How do you find what motivates you to do something for yourself? Me personally? Or like as a group, let's 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 look talk about that one. Mm. You go first, Catherine. Yeah, so I think um to motivate you to do something, um, I think sometimes for yourself, um I think Sometimes, you know, it's hard and, we, you know, we've all got different sort of um, things that sort of hold us back. Like we might be sort of thinking, oh, I should really be going to the gym today but couldn't be bothered. Um, like to self-do gym later on today. Um, <laughs> but I think for, for, for smaller things it's a lot easier to sort of push yourself and go to the gym. But for yeah. some other things like, you know, finding the motivation to do something for yourself, like, you know, do something about my career, um, find that new job or get some help so I can have a job that I really love. Um, I think just life gets in the way and you just sort of think, oh, well, things will get better or, you know, when that manager leaves or I'll get a promotion soon or I'll just wait for that other job to come up. And then it could be five, ten years go by and you sort of you just sort of on a bit of autopilot. So I think sometimes we've got to have a bit of a plan in place because otherwise we could just cruise through life and then, five, 10, 20 years go by and you go, shit, where, where's that gone? And I still haven't um, got that job that I wanted to get. Or um, like even if someone I was speaking to yesterday, he said, now's the time for him. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, I've been doing 12-hour days starting at 10 a.m. and then having calls until midnight for about a year. Wow. And he said, in January, I, you know, I've been thinking about you know, moving on and finding a new role for 18 months or so. But he said in January I had a really bad health scare. So, um, mm. you know, it's taken him, you know, it's eight, it's August now, but at least, um, you know, maybe we, I just sort of got in contact with him at the right time. But sometimes it's like, unfortunately, health things that sort of motivate you to go, shit, you know, life's too short, you know, um, I need mm. to do something about it. But um, I think... You know, it's it's not necessarily about being selfish. It's just about sort of thinking. I think we all sort of think that things will get better or things will change. Yeah. Um, well, that's you know that's what I've been in the past. It's like oh, you know, I'll just you're not going to have a great day with your colleagues every day. You're you're not going to love what you're doing every single day. There's always going to be days that you don't love. But um, I think we need to put a plan in place. And you know, there's just so many people, and I think you know I'm even guilty of it as well from a career perspective that. We're not taught at school or at uni or by anyone really that you should have a career plan. No. That's so true. Because you think about it, like we always ask our kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And they rattle off all these things, but it's a bit of a so what question. It's not as if anything's ever really yeah. done about it. And as you say, like 
you, you think back to like uni days or things like that, then you started your uni course and like from a nursing point of view, it was just expected that you did your uni and then you did a new grad program and then you just got into the system of nursing. There was no career path. There was no real plan of, okay, well, if you don't really like nursing, you could go down this path or that path. Yeah. It's, it's like I think if there was that available, I think so many more people would have a lot better understanding of, of where they could go. Mm. And there's like one lady I was speaking to yesterday, um, we're talking about the whole sort of, you know, career plan and putting a, a plan in place because we're not taught it. And I said, you know, I think we all have like a rough sort of plan in our heads. Like when I finished uni, I thought, okay, I'll do HR, get into HR. And then I sort of had a rough sort of goal that I wanted to be at a certain level by 30 and earning a certain amount of money by 30 from a salary perspective. And I got there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay. Now what? Uh, now, now what? What's next? Okay, I've got this. And I thought I'd be super happy and super excited. And I am, but not really. Yeah. Um, and then I just sort of kept searching for something else to give me something. And it just, you know, it sort of came and then went away and came and went away. And I think it's just about we're not taught anything like that. We're just taught to go in, do a job and maybe sort of aim to be the manager of the department or and that's about it. Yeah. Mm. Well, Holly, I know you've sort of said in the past how it's a little bit different in Japan, but they don't change jobs. They stay in that same job and they yeah. work and like it's completely different. And I just that amazes me how that's and that's the norm over there well historically speaking when you entered into a company that company basically took care of you so the benefits of the company like the insurance you know the family leave and things like that that came with the package so you were loyal to your company because your company was loyal to you it's kind of like a a relationship of of a sort um and you have to show your gratitude by staying but the reality of it is nowadays is that the companies don't have the big bucks anymore because we had in Japan anyway the big um financial soar and now we're in like an economic crisis so what businesses can offer is very very little compared to what they could in the past but the mentality of Japan is you still work with the same company because that's just the Japanese way you have Mm. to stay loyal to your company you've got to it's a very um social um what's the word it's not an individualistic culture it's very much like a um what's the word social group orientated society yeah they have the group in mind rather than themselves so I really think that that's something that's lost in the western world but also they're losing themselves because depression rates and suicide rates just in the news the other day rose by 8,000 just last year because of the pandemic because people aren't speaking out that they're not able to you know just quit their jobs and change if they're unhappy they have to stay in the same company and you know I I worry about my own boyfriend because Kate I've told you thousands of times how awful his job is and then he's like it's fine I'm Japanese this is just what what's expected and I go you silly bugger just quit (laughs) you know I'm I'm able to take care of you and he's like that's not the Japanese way not that he's like unable to let himself quit and let a woman take care of him but that's just not his you know way of thinking because it's so implanted in him as a Japanese person Mm. not just a man but as a Japanese person you've got to stay loyal and 
I just wish there was more there's not even like career coaches here in Japan it's just you do what you do and come home and sleep and go back to the next day yeah you die inside it's so awful but you know that's how it is at the moment hopefully things change but yeah it's very different than the western world Mm -hmm. and just that point there like yeah hopefully things change and I guess bring it back to that motivation piece is I think you've got to create your own change and Mm -hmm. get into that that headspace or in that sort of position that you can say okay yep I'm going to be I'm going to be the change and make it change what a good quote that is a good one let's frame that one shall we I'm actually pulling up a load of motivational quotes because I was like I know there's a quote somewhere for this that one on Canva Holly you can do that one on Canva and then send it to Kate yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm the change no because I was I saw something the other day and it was on a mirror and it, you look in the mirror and the bottom it says I am positive or something and I'm like, I don't need that. But just that change, I like that change. I am the change. That's my new thing. That's true. I am the change. And yeah. I think, it's you know, even if you make that decision that you're going to make a change but you don't know how to, then it's, you know, it's about finding the personal trainer or finding the, the dietitian to sort of help you get to where you need to be. So I think, you know, making the first decision that you're going to make a change is the first thing you don't need to have it all sorted out um exactly and then yeah that comes to that mindset and that openness of yep I'm going to change and and then build your team and your network around you to help you do that right yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. perfect Catherine I think you've got something to talk about with a group you've got going on right now can you tell us more about that that's right um so I'm starting a small group in early September um, so I'm getting together a group of senior managers and execs that um, are looking for something more meaningful in their careers, looking for a job that's going to give them excitement, look at, help them start loving Mondays again, and and maybe you know look at other things that are going on in their in their life that they're sort of maybe lacking some things in their life and career. So it could be maybe having more of a work life balance so they can spend more time with their kids or more time going to the gym or taking the boat out or going camping on the weekends and just to start loving their life and start loving um, what they're doing from a career perspective as well. So what I'm going to be doing is helping a small group of people to create their career with purpose. Um, So it's going to be like a 30-day program. I've got a couple of free spots, um, but I'm also looking for a couple of people that want to sort of be a part of that group and really sort of share with other people that are just like them and sort of get some ideas from other people and networking opportunities as well. So if anyone's interested, uh, the best way to get into contact with me is either via my LinkedIn or my email address, uh, which is coach underscore Catherine at outlook.com. Awesome. And did you mention your LinkedIn as well? Uh, no, it's really hard to, it's a long wind, winded. Um, <laughs> so I think it's just um, Catherine Palmer career coach is the, yeah. the, the end of the um, link for the, on the LinkedIn. And you've got this beautiful profile picture with the pink background if anyone wants to find you. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say the bright pink background. That, that stands yeah. out. Yes, absolutely. Great marketing there. And and Holly, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, I don't like that word, get in touch, if they want to contact you, 
um, to talk about digital marketing or Canva. <laughs> Where's the best <laughs> to find you? Again, look at me on LinkedIn. It's Holly Alloway, which is H-O-L-L-Y-A-L-L-A-W-A-Y. Look on me on there and there is a link to my website, which has a ton of free resources for your website development, for LinkedIn optimization, and also for your content creation. I need to put some new freebies up there, actually. They've been there on there for a while. So that's a weekend project for me. Um, but stay tuned for that. And then if, again, you want to get in touch with me, um, you can email me at holly at auroradigitalmarketingsolutions.com. And Kate, where can they find you? Yeah, so the best place to find me is LinkedIn. So Kate Flippence, F-L-I-P-P-E-N-C-E. And I'm wearing a bright red top, so that stands out. Um, and, yeah, there's all sort of my content that's updated regularly on LinkedIn um, and content there as well. If you want to get in, contact me via email. My email is kate at alignrecruiting.com.au. Also, too, don't forget our podcast. So yeah. we have our Instagram, which is on the right track podcast with an underscore under each word. We also have our Facebook page. So please jump on, comment if you want um, to talk about any topics or if you'd like to come and join us on a podcast. Um, we love having special guests. So, yeah, let us know what, what you want us to talk about um, or if you want to join the podcast. Have yeah. I missed anything, Holly? Don't think so. I think we're all sorted. Oh, see, a bit rusty after not podcasting for a few weeks. <laughs> I know. It's been, it's, it feels longer than it is. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you for taking the time. Thank to you. Me. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay. Love to have Love you all again. And yeah, cool. Thanks, everyone. Thank we'll you. talk soon. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.